Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Vortex Party, the show dedicated to raising your vibes, teaching you manifestation tools, and giving you a break to just love your life. I'm your host, Jemai Kelly, the Empowerment Coach. For more information about me, tune in and just go to thejemaikelly.com. Okay, so I have a best friend on the show today. This is someone that's been a very close friend of mine for at least two years, I feel. We've traveled together, we've worked together, and that is none other than E.N.L. Haddock. Today, we're going to talk about manifesting through your own narrative. He is that guy. He's a writer. He actually is an author of two books, Practice Boy and Dope Boy. He is also an esteemed curator of www.normalanomaly.com and has the honor of writing for many publications. He's written for Huffington Post, Outsmart Magazine, um, Ethnics Magazine, TUV Magazine. He's been printed so many times. He's been printed in the fall edition of Urban Socialites Magazine. He's the vice president of Impost Group Houston. This is why I want y'all to know, have some friends like mine, friends that are doing big things. Ian is also the reason uh, for one of my Jamaadisms. He's really inspired Jamaadism 104, 104. It says, your experiences do not define who you are. You define your experiences. And that is why we're going to talk about manifesting through your narrative today. Hey, Ian. Hey, my love. How are you? Thank you for letting me on. Oh, I, thank you for coming on, because I know you are a busy, busy man. <laughs> so uh, let's just jump right into it. So what I really want to kind of give everybody a background on is what got you into writing? So uh, writing was simple. I, you know, I don't have a background in writing or education, formal education in writing. But what I saw um, in the narratives that I was seeing around either black or queer folk um, was not a narrative that matched mine. It wasn't a voice that matched mine. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to use my narrative to free people, to change people, to impact people in a way um, that they could grow. And so I didn't see a lot of that happen happening. I, I saw a lot of narratives that built other people. I saw a lot of narratives that gave insight to black and or queer folk. Um, but I didn't see uh, narratives from a black queer person that sought to free people. And so um, writing became a part of my mission. Um, it became a catalyst and uh, a launching pad for a lot of my initiatives and the work that I do. Um, but it's, 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 it's for the liberation of my people. And I think that's powerful because I don't think a lot of people understand that there can be a freedom in writing. Mm. Yeah, uh, because because what we don't everything is freedom, right? Can we start there? That's like everything, <laughs> everything is freedom. Um, you can free people. Your ministry, your ministry is what you're passionate about. It's what you're purposed for, right? And that looks different. Some people's ministry is clothes. Some people can free people through style. Some people can free people through hell creating a, a, a soda or. A, a meal. I've been freed many times from Popeyes. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Um, so, so with that being said, whatever you're passionate about and you find purpose in is the liberation of your people. And so, um, writing just happened to be one of the things that I was connected to. Um, I felt purpose in, and so that's what I'm going after. 
Wow, I, I really appreciate that. So you have been able to write two books, and I'm not sure that if you really told anybody that these are books that may have been based on loosely your own personal experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't talk a lot about it because it's a, it's, they're both sorted stories, and they're not exactly what I would consider a memoir, which is what I'm working on now. But they're fictional books loosely based on events that happen in my life. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting reading them. Um, it was interesting writing them because I was in a really rough place. Uh, as you know, I quit my job and decided that in order to free people, I needed to focus on doing something I was passionate about. And I did that for almost a year, a little over 11 months. And uh, a part of that was creating these books. And what was so interesting was I started out writing fiction because I wasn't ready to delve into the things that I had went through. And a lot of what happened to uh, come on paper was a lot of my life. Um, and so at that point, I realized, although this is cute and this is fun, it's funny, it's sexual, it's racy, but what's powerful about it is I was freed from it. And how you will know, um, one of my mentors, um, Jotina Buck, um, she's my mentor in my head, she says that how you will know that you are freeing people is because what you, um, what you put out frees yourself. And so once I saw that it freed me, I knew that it would free other people. Wow, wow, wow. So, so even in the freedom, and this is why I feel that this is a powerful discussion about manifesting through your own narrative. It's more so about beyond the freedom, I think like, how can you build a life based on your own story? Like, how have you found that too? Because I've seen you walk through a lot of doors because you've shared a bit about your past and a bit about your history. Some things that people would be ashamed of. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in this day and age, I would argue that people are really looking for authenticity. You know, there's not a lot of it. There's a lack of it. And if you know anything about supply and demand, well, there's a lack of a really good resource. When you have that resource, you become valuable. And so I've used that to my advantage because I know that a lot of people are shamed and stigmatized for really appropriate reasons. Um, but I don't have those shackles. You know, um, I believe that chains are broken because, um, because we, we, we figure out the lock. And the lock is authenticity. And so I have built um, a life of moving in spaces, being authentic. And how do you do that? Um, if I were to give any advice on how to find your authenticity, any uh, secrets kill. That's number one. Secrets kill. Anything that you are ashamed of, that you hold dearly, that you cover up, right, will kill you. Um, and number two to that, I would, I would say, is that um, being at a place where you can uh, display, display those secrets, um, they no longer have power over you. No one can ever use that over you if you come to a place where um, you put those secrets on display. And so I am unapologetic in talking about my prostitution. I'm unapologetic in talking about my mother's addictions. I'm unapologetic of talking about uh, being a 25-year-old watching your mother pass away. I'm unapologetic about talking about 
my disconnection from my family. I'm unapologetic about talking about simple things like my, my credit issues and, and my addiction to uh, shoes and my hatred for uh, drugs. And the reason why is not to stigmatize people or to put people in boxes. It's because what I know is, number one, there are many people that think like me. But above that, um, what I know is that if I am honest about that, there are places that the universe will allow me to go just by divine intervention because that can no longer hold on to me. That's no longer um, a place where I hold dear, a void that I hold dear. I'm letting that go. I want only good things to fill me up. Only, I want only good things to, uh, to, to be kin to me, right? And so a part of that is letting those bad things out. Mm-hmm. Through your writings that you yeah. shared for, for as long as I've known you, you've been <laughs> writing. Before I yeah. knew you, you've been writing. And yeah. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate those voices. And I, I really appreciate the healing work that you do for people through your writing. Yeah. That's the hard part, you know, because I don't write what most people would consider, um, you know, spiritual or really deep things. I do talk about deep things, but I don't write what people would consider spiritual things. But it goes back to what I said before. Um, your ministry is what is purposeful, you know, and what is purposeful is for me showing people that we're a lot more alike than different. Uh, because I think that that is the deepest, uh, deepest you can get spiritually is to recognize yourself in someone else. It's to, because recognizing yourself in someone else means that you recognize the God in them. I was just going to, I was going to go there too. I was yeah. going to go there. Cause yeah. you was like, you was like, your writings aren't necessarily spiritual, but it, even through everything is spiritual because God yeah. is in everything, you know? So I see that. I, I see it as being spiritual. I, I, I watched Insecure a couple of nights ago, and it was a spiritual. Um, yes, God. It, it was a spiritual experience for me because I'm sitting here like I'm learning so much in depth through the stories that Issa Rae is sharing with us. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I, I feel the same for you because people wouldn't see Insecure as a spiritual show, but it's about how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I see everything through spiritual eyes. So I'm really I'm really glad. So I, I do want to ask you a question, though. So what is your best advice to get someone into writing? Mm. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, you would be surprised. You know, some of our greats, you look at them and you and you read that you read their stuff. Um, some of them, number one, if you read their raw stuff, it's like, do you really know how to write? And others of them, um, you read their stuff and you're like, oh, this was well edited, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't about, like, the finished product, you know. Um, it's not about the finished product. It's about the story. And if you tell a good story, um, there, you know, there are thinkers and creatives and then there are doers. If if you are a thinker and a creative and you're interested in writing, writing is a creative and a thinking thing. It's not a doing thing, right? It's not arithmetic. It's not, um, it's not technology necessarily, right? So if you can think and create it, right, then you can find a doer to fix it. So just do it. 
All right. I like that. So we have just enough time to play a manifesting game, a vortex party game. (laughs) So today we're going to play congratulations. If you don't mind, we're going to play congratulations on. I love that. I love that. Just for all the listeners, this is how you play congratulations on. You pretend, well, not necessarily pretend, but you act as though you are calling a friend or conversating with a friend and you tell them congratulations on their said manifestation, something that they desire to manifest. So I'm going to ask Ian, Ian, what is something that you would desire to manifest? Something I desire to manifest is a TV show. Ooh, okay. Um, And something I would desire to manifest is... Um, a guest episode on Super Soul Sunday. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. And okay. So, hey, Ian, congratulations on being picked up by Fox this fall. I mean, how long have you been working on this show? I'm so excited. I didn't know anything about it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And Jamal, congratulations on. Oprah seeing that episode that you were on, the guest episode for Super Soul Sunday, mm-hmm. and child, she didn't give you your own your own series. Oh, so I mean, like, when does it come out? I'm so excited to see. Like, I mean, you were just talking about being on Super Soul Sunday, and now you have your own series. So, congratulations on that. You know what, Ian? You are so much better at this game than I, but you're a writer, too. So um, uh, thank you thank you so much for taking that moment to play. Congratulations. Uh, and don't get me wrong, y'all. You can play the game for however long you want to, but I want to, like, let what Ian said kind of stick, so I'm going to move on. So, because <laughs> so, uh, I need their series, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Ian, how can people work with you? Just how can people, because I know that there are a lot of people, especially people that are listening to this because you know I'm black queer, you know, yeah. there are going to be a lot of black and queer people who listen. So how can they work with you? Okay. So number one, I have a, a, a sort of new podcast. Um, it's doing pretty well. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Sound, uh, not SoundCloud, I'm sorry, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. It's called Dick in the Box, D-C-K-A-N-D-D-A-B-O-X. So uh, you can work with me uh, on that if you're interested in that. Uh, I, I read my reviews. That's how I find the people I'm interested in. Um, but outside of that, if you need any kind of editing, you need some coaching around like writing or trying to figure out your why, which is kind of my thing, figure out your narrative or your why, uh, you can email me at info at com. Again, that's info at com. Um, and if, um, am I supposed to talk about my offer and my you book can and talk stuff? talk about everything you want to share with the people. So if you want to go uh, and find my book, you can go to nlhaddock.com. It will take you to Normal Anomaly. Normal Anomaly is where I house a lot of my writings along with a lot of black queer folk that write into me. Um, Also on there, you can find products. My latest book, Dope Boy, is on my products page. Um, And for for your listeners um, on the Vortex Party podcast, uh, starting August 1st, Throughout August, right, we're going to be offering 25% off my latest book, Support Black Queer Folk, uh, okay? Uh, su- support us um, as self-published. So all of this is helping me build a bigger and better platform that is used um, for uh, 
for for the community. So thank and you guys so much. And our voices. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here with me. You know, I just, I re- this means a lot to me. Yes, I love it. I love it. And y'all, please, um, please rate this and, and, and leave a, a nice review because uh, y'all don't know, Jamad is amazing. Y'all do know that part, but y'all don't know that this algorithm is important and y'all want to get this in front of as many people as possible. So social media is cute and all that kind of stuff. But in the algorithm with these podcasts, we need views, um, we need ratings, and we need uh, reviews. So please do that so that Jamar can get these messages as far and wide to the north, south, east, and west. Okay? You know I'm going to cut that. I'm going to clip it. I'm going to add it to the end of every episode. (laughs) So thank you so much, Ian. And I want to say... um, Much love to all the listeners. Enjoy the rest of your day. Ciao.